You're so annoying. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Publish, Perish or Podcast, your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science and see if science is a good sharer. I'm Andrew Stapleton and joining me today are Cameron Shearer Hello. and Christopher Gibson. G'day. Cameron, good sharer. Yes, I am. Are you? Are, yep. you, really, are you good with food and objects? No. Oh, there we are. All right, already. <laughs> think, hold on, already qualifying. Already. I think I lied. I couldn't. I couldn't hold up to any interrogation. <laughs> <laughs> that was pathetic. All right. So, have you? What What do you like what sharing share? the least? Out of or tough question. <laughs> I don't like sharing my cricket gear. Well, but I understand that because it's like sweaty, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. First sport reference. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Very hang quick. on. What's that? Very that quick. is. That's two minutes and ten seconds into the podcast. Well done. Well, thank you. What else don't I like sharing? Uh, I'm not a. I don't like sharing DVDs. That's a weird one. I'm afraid someone will scratch it. Uh, and at work, I really don't like sharing tweezers. Oh yeah. It, yeah. The tweezers mm. thing is just because they go missing, right? Well, they go missing, and like I'd like a. I like the tips to touch. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what? what? <laughs> Do you like your tips touching? No, no, no. I don't really like my tips touching anything else. <laughs> yeah, no, that's absolutely fair. Actually, I think that's one important thing about like a science lab and working in a science lab is people use your stuff and it goes missing, mm. or they just fuck it up. Mm, like the amount of pipette bulbs that. It's been like I've just lost, and it, you, you. I don't know about you, but there's occasionally a very good pipette bulb, and you're like, this one's the perfect squishiness. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. pipette bulb for those people out there that don't know, it sucks things up. It's like a teat that you put on the end of a what a glass or plastic thing, and it mm-hmm. sucks up liquid. And you have to find the right kind of squishiness, the right volume as mm-hmm. well. Like yep. you can get really yep. crappy volume ones, and people go, oh, have you got a pipette bulb? And you go. Oh, uh, I do. Yeah, but you, there's a. Yeah, you can buy them from the store. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, does science share? Do you think? Mm. Oh yeah, does science share? Um, yeah, I think actually science, science would have to be a good sharer. It really should. The idea is that we we're going towards a common goal. Yes. But um, there's some competitiveness mm. around the place, and there's some hiding of of facts. Hiding mm. of ways that you do things. Actually, that's very true. Science isn't very good at sharing its methods because if you take any paper and try to replicate it, there's normally yeah. some sort of weird, crucial thing that's left out. I read an article in Nature about the lack of reproducibility in science is yeah. a real problem. Yeah, real problem. So science is a good sharer if it gets the recognition for the sharing, mm-hmm. but it won't give you the details to repeat its experiments mm. chris are you a good sharer yes yes i am a good sharer particularly after i became a father i have no choice but oh, to share. oh that's now. right you got so, little hands just going into stuff all the time haven't yep you? i share everything yeah everything yeah boogies um, boogies yep everything boogies 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 that's what you call them cameron's boogies your boogies put it this I'm way my, my children share them with me share their own boogie with me 
absolutely no problem at all. This morning yeah. when I dropped my son off, did a massive sneeze, snot went everywhere. He just looked at me and said, Daddy, boogie. Didn't have a hanky. What did I do? Ate it. Sleeve. Oh, on that sleeve, sleeve that you're wearing right sleeve now. sleeve right now. Cameron, can you see oh, no, any... touch that on my house. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried not to. I've tried not to. I've tried not to. Oh, but I have, I have incidentally touched things in your house yeah. with a two-year-old boogied sleeve. So uh, while I would say I am a great sharer in science, yep. I would say overall science doesn't share all that well. Hmm. I do know plenty of students, you know, they kind of like, like Cameron said, you know, they get their little grubby things and they keep them to themselves and they don't share, things like that. Did you just describe Cameron? Yeah, yeah you were looking <laughs> Did at you me. use the word grubby as well? <laughs> no, that's fine. I, th I think that's normal. But I think the reason for that is that if you if you do, sh and this, this is usually what happens, people learn this through experience. If you start to share stuff, people wreck it. Yeah. People wreck it and destroy it. Yep. Well, and also, like, a daily scientific life relies on having access to these things to do things. Mm. Like, you've got to have your tweezers, you've got to have your um, pens, you've got to have... Your, even just something simple. I, I mean, even a pen, like a pen that can write on glassware or something. It's amazing how many times I've lost the one I bought oh, and yeah. I have to go and find it or ask someone. And when you ask someone, you're like, oh, can I borrow your pen? They're like, hmm. <laughs> well... You can. And don't give me the bloody third degree. Just yep, give well, me the pen yep. and I'll give it back. Yep. But it's pretty obvious that you've lost yours. Exactly. So how, yeah. how can you be trusted well, with theirs? I absolutely agree. <laughs> I absolutely agree. But at that moment, I'm like, I just want to write on this bit of thing and you're stopping me. I can see the fucking pen in your top mm, pocket. Mm, yeah, mm. If you don't give me a pen, I'm going to scratch my <laughs> scratch this sample name in. That's <laughs> right. And this will ever be sample A. <laughs> um. Feedback from this week. We've got feedback Ooh. from listeners. How? From listeners. I, from, so this one was an email sent to me via andymatter.net. Got it in there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Was so, it actually via andymatter.net? It was, yeah, yeah. Oh, it so said, they, they didn't know your other emails? Uh, I don't know. Well, no, I know this person. Is that, <laughs> is that andymatter.net you just it talked is, about yes, then? It is, yes, andymatter.net. Yeah. Don't Google andymatter because someone else comes up. A band. <laughs> <laughs> When I want to find your uh, your website, I type in Google Andy Matter and then science. And it yeah, comes up it comes up. Away. That's right. Yeah, I'm yeah. up there. I'm up yeah, there. Yeah. Um, so this is feedback and it says, uh, just to say I'm currently listening to your podcast over tea. Guess what country they're from? Oh, um, uh, India. Yes, England. England. Ding, ding, ding. He is. Um, the one with your dad. It's really great. Genuinely funny and interesting to listen to. Ian was on top form. He's actually very good over the radio. Keep up yep. the good work. Yep. That's not a radio. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks very much, Leo Garcia. Um, that's it. So, Chris, mm, you weren't yeah, in that episode, but yeah. actually people love it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't trust that opinion. Uh, you sure that's a real person? Who knows? No, <laughs> that's a made-up email address. That's your dad. Your dad. That's made right. Up. Yeah, my dad. Yeah. Oh my god, he would as well. Um, and then the second bit of um, correspondence from a listener. So it says, "Hey, Andy, Cameron, and Doctor Christopher T. Gibson." Oh, oh I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that guy from Wollongong. The yep. order's wrong, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is actually the order is Cameron. Chris it's and Andy. Andy. Yeah. Okay, so that's our preferred way for you to write into yes. us. Yes. Actually, yeah, that's the author <laughs> order. Absolutely. I, do you guys are a little sensitive about this. <laughs> a, I like that. I like that. Um, he says, I'm a big fan of your podcast. Um, anyway, I would like to ask you for all of your scientific opinion on a specific topic I've been discussing lately. 
And the question is, what is softer, beard hair or pubic hair? Uh. And he says, thank you, guys, not you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to get my opinion anyway. That guy, that guy gets it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Christopher T. Gibson. Um, what's softer, well, beard hair or pubic hair? Luckily, I have actually done a lot of work on wool fibres. And wool fibres are very similar to hair in that they are made of a material called keratin. Yes. And keratin is essentially pretty well uniform. So I don't think there's any difference. So you think that equi soft. Equi hard or equi soft. Yep. That's exactly what I mean. Fine. We're going, all right, we'll go with equi equi soft. What's the exact wording? Is it what's softer? It says. What's softer? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a very hirsute individual. So uh, for me, I've never had anything but very hard stubble. So I'd have to say pubic hair is softer. It's softer. See, I said that. So I, my immediate um, thought was, well, at what length? Right? So if you let a beard grow to its opt, like the longest it could grow, I imagine that it could be quite soft. Yeah. I also imagine that. I don't know, but yeah. But pubes grow to a very specific length and then just fall out quicker than they grow or something like that, which is why they remain at this kind of bushy pixelation. Kind yeah, of I mean, I, I think part of the... I think you're confusing it a little bit because what happens is the longer the fibre, the more apparently soft it, it seems. Ooh. That's because the uh, the stiffness of any beam is inversely proportional to the length cubed. I so, think everyone's asleep. Well done, Chris. That's the first for this podcast. This goes all the way back <laughs> to cantilevers. That's really good. Again. Yeah. So you're saying then, in that case, that pube hair and beard hair of equal length yep. are equally soft. What about... Yep, exactly. Uh, are they the same width? Uh, now, width, Ooh. yes. Width will also affect the stiffness as well. Because the reason pubes curl is because they're a flat hair. Yes, right. you're right. They have an oval shape. Oh, and yep. that will definitely change their tensile properties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the actual material that it's composed of will not change. No. That's so, exactly but, the same. So, But it, it's the shape of the hair will change its mechanical responses. Oh, I see. I guess we're thinking about this in two different ways. You're I'm thinking, thinking about material, the actual material yeah. itself. So material-wise, no difference. Yes. But structural-wise... So in terms of mechanical stiffness, yeah. yeah, I guess there might be a difference then. There might be. So which there one? Is can softer? you measure softness? If you can measure stiffness, is softness? There the is a way to do it. There is a lack way to do of it. stiff. There is a way to do it. So, and I did this in my PhD. If you were to take a fiber and cut it to a certain shape, like length, yeah. and then put an AFM cantilever on the end and push against it, you can measure the stiffness of that fiber. What about softness? That's the question. Yeah, softness. What's? Well, I'll tell you what softness is. It's a, softness is a low spring constant. What so you low do stiffness. is you rub your pubes or your beard on a surface of different hardnesses and see how much of the surface you remove from, say, 25 like strokes of pubes. Uh-huh. Right? Yep, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Try it at home. Uh, let yeah. us know in the forum. Cameron? What an interesting thing uh, happened this week. Yep. So uh, I don't want to talk too long about emails, but we I had an email come in and um, in the title it had URGENT in Ooh. caps. Ooh. URGENT in caps and then a colon and then just the regular title, like can you look at this for me? Yep. So the person clearly wanted it to come through quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
because they wrote urgent in caps with a colon, yeah. it went directly to junk mail. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So if they had just written the email normally, it would have gone, I would have got yeah. back to them so much quicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, don't bother writing urgent. Yeah. I think that they had also ticked it as high priority, which is a thing that has never changed how I read an email. Mm. I'll tell you what would be a great experiment is try to send Cameron really important information, but make... Google or make Microsoft think it's spam. Mm. So just try to send you like, I'll send you a published perishable podcast, like update or like question or thing, but I'll use all caps and I'll try to be like, Hey Cameron, have you ever wanted to enlarge your penis? (laughs) (laughs) Just see if it can. I think that's, I think the challenge would be the most subtle spam filtered thing. Yes. That would be a great challenge. Mm. All right, good. Well, I'm pleased it all worked out. Was the person mad? No, uh, I didn't reply. Oh, fine. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that effort they go to and then it goes to the junk and then you find it days later and then... Fuck you. Nothing yeah, back. Like, yeah, fine. Nothing back. <laughs> so, on the on, I mean, this isn't really Gibson News, but on the junk folder uh, yes. thing, so just one quick story I've got. Um, I'm, on a, I'm a co-author on a paper with Cameron and the lead author, and so I'm checking on the internet every few days to see what the progress of the paper is. Yeah. It said, uh, last week it said, uh, you know, reports received. And it said, you know, um, no, it actually says something like um, major revisions or something like that. Yeah. But I didn't get the revisions. The, the corresponding author gets those. Uh, okay. I saw the corresponding yeah. author in the tea room and I'm looking at him going, hey, how's it going? You know, and they're looking at yeah. me just like, what the fuck? Gibson yeah, leave money. me alone. Go away. And I'm like, oh, so what are the reports like? The referees' reports. He goes, what's referees' reports? And I'm yeah. like, the referees' reports for the paper. You know, they're in. Are you sure? Yep. We look it up. There it is. He goes, checks his email. It's not there. Ooh. I say, <gasps> check your junk. Uh, yeah, junk email <laughs> folder. <laughs> <laughs> and then after he stopped masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's brilliant Chris is just like Gib- Gibbo says check your junk <laughs> we need on a t-shirt alright uh, I've got news oh no actually I have you, got a bit you, of news you, news it and up. I want your your honest uh, reaction mm-hmm. um, which is why I haven't told you up until now but today is my birthday oh shit <laughs> oh, no, yeah that's right I and happy birthday <laughs> And that's why I got yeah. you this docket. Oh, and Chris, you shouldn't have. Is... That's what you got me for my birthday. That's right. No, that's the prize you won. Oh, did I get that for your birthday as well? A $4 meal voucher at the Morford Arms oh, Hotel. thanks, Chris. 20%... Oh, this is brilliant. I yeah. couldn't plan this better. 20% off all waxing treatments. <laughs> I tell you what, that, that when you walk in the door, yeah, they're, they're going to go bankrupt. <laughs> They'll look at the head and go, "Easy, take off the shirt." Oh, damn it! Ring the bank. Yeah, that's right. Extend the mortgage. Um, and there's lots of other stuff on here, and this is for you. Oh, thanks, Andy. Chris Gibson. You Not from have. Cameron, only from me. You shouldn't have. What did you actually buy? You bought a recharge. 
Oh yeah, $30. yeah. Who oh, buys? Do it online. Exactly, Christopher. Who does recharges <laughs> at second bite? I I happen to. No, I, this is Coles. Yeah, I got my I got my hair cut today, and I happen to be going past Coles, and that's. Oh why my I did god! It. Yeah. You I, must be the only person in Adelaide getting recharges like this. Do they even know how to do it? Did they have to ask <laughs> someone who'd been there for a while? They, they asked me. <laughs> they they actually asked it? me how to do it, and I had to go behind the counter and say, <laughs> "Bing, bing, 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 bing." And, uh, and I don't believe that at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's my moves. It was my birthday. Hey, and I was um, like thirty-two. Uh, 31. 31. Oh, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Well, I was just trying to average between your face and your hairline. Oh, look at that. <laughs> He's on fire tonight. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, like he hasn't done his news for the week yet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gibson's news. Big, big news. What? So, we've been counting down the um, number of sites that Gibson has had on Scopus. I like the way you loosely used we, okay, but yeah. Well, well, what? Didn't we do the big thousand whoa, celebration whoa, 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 last whoa. Yeah, yeah, but there's oh, more. There's 2000, more. 2000. No, no, no. It's up, it's up to 1014. H-index, 17. Well done. But there is another citation index that's very popular called Web of Science. Yes. Within Web of Science, there is Web of Science all databases and oh. Web of Science. <laughs> Web of Science. Oh, wow. uh, I think it's called Core Publishing, right? Right, right. And under Web of Science all databases, Gibson currently has nine nine one, and a H index of eighteen. Ooh. So nine away from a thousand. Gibson. In so the, how do you have less citations? Yeah, that's a good. Good question. Good question. So which one do you like better? Um, I like Scopus because I like I like having over a thousand. I think yeah. I, I think raw number of so sites. So you would sacrifice li- a H index number for the over a thousand milestone. I would sacrifice one one point okay. for the over a thousand milestone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But your question was why is there a difference? No, my question was what's your good news for the week? <laughs> <laughs> God, Cameron zinging us left right. Thousands of listeners are out there going that's that's big news. That is big news. Gibson is nearly at a thousand. Web of Science, all databases. <laughs> so the topic for today is alternative publications. Now, first of all, let's make a list of alternative publications that, that uh, scientists can use. Blogs. Andymatter.net. Book chapters. Yeah, magazine articles. Um, yep. Patents are a publication. Magazines can be print and online. Magazine print and online. Excellent. So, Chris, what did you want to say? So, uh, it's kind of common that these days, and we would all get these emails, you get them from uh, publishing houses saying, would you like to write a book chapter? Oh, it always seems scammy. Always seems scammy. Ooh. Always yeah. seems scammy. Do you want to write a book for us that we can sell? Would you like to do a shitload of work Yeah. and give it to us, and then we sell it and make a shitload of money? Yeah. So, anyway... Um, there's always this question about, are they worth doing? And that's my sort of question and little topic I'd like to discuss. And I have been involved in the writing of one book chapter, and I would probably say that it wasn't worth it. Ooh. No, not so worth it. it's not worth, worth it. it. That being said, overall in a research career, it's probably a good idea to maybe at least write one or two. But 
so you so how how much effort did you put into this? Um, I did not actually do any of the writing. Oh, <laughs> here we are! Wow, how but is it not I worth it? To proofread you? it thoroughly twice. <laughs> yeah, and there was lots of comments in that. the The book chapter was essentially a review and combined a lot of the work we'd already done, and I had contributed and written most of those papers. Yeah, essentially. But but the the PhD student I stu- supervised did cobble those together and add some new stuff to it. So indirectly, I was responsible, I yeah, guess, yeah. For, for writing a big. But, chunk it, you, of it. What, but what you're saying it was just so much work for for the person writing it for you for. And what do you get out of it? Um, so I guess you can put it on your CV. But the problem is this particular book chapter, even though it's. Um, published by Springer, which is oh, a fairly well-known. Yeah. It is the, the citations in that book chapter, we did do a little bit of self-citing. Good. They um, don't show up on Web of Science or Scopus. Uh, so you could be on 1,020. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it'd be more than that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I self-cite like a whore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well done, Chris. Thanks for being honest. But also, it doesn't appear on my, my publication list under Scopus or Web of Science. Yeah. It's like it's not even there. Yeah. But in your CV, it will still be there. It is. I definitely still put it on my CV. That's true. And so every I guess publication counts. Yeah. I yep. guess it does, but I'm a bit... I sort of lean towards it doesn't really count unless those those citation indices count it. You know what I mean? Mm. It has to have an impact factor, the journal or, or whatever. Yep. You know, so I mean, it looks good. There's no doubt it looks good on your CV. But yeah, about I think so. If you were to write... If you were to only produce book chapters, it wouldn't. No, no, it wouldn't cut be a it. a lot of work, but yep. as a variety, as, as proof that you can do something else, like mm. a new medium, I think it's probably useful. And I don't think they're particularly refereed all that well, I think. Well, you, not if they're invited like that. Like if it's like, hey, you're a maybe expert. We saw your name <laughs> once. Did you get any comments back? Uh, uh, no, not that I can recall. I, I think we sent it to them and then, you know, like a year later, they said, oh, it's all been put together. They gave us a deadline that was only two months. Ooh. And then everyone else contributing to the book chapter took another six or seven. Yeah. And that's common with book chapters as well. As well. It can take ages for them to actually come out. You were out probably the only ones that stayed on I deadline. think we we're the only ones that actually stayed. Yeah. So if I did yeah. another book chapter, I'd take my sweet time. Yeah. Good. But yeah. So that's my experience with book chapters. I don't know if you guys, I know Cameron, you... As you said, you're on a couple, yeah? Yeah. Um, Your I'm experience? North, I'm, a, I'm an author on three book chapters. Wow. Andy, do you have any? I have zero book chapters. Mm. I uh, I was invited onto one um, and I turned it down because it seemed like a lot of work. It got forwarded to me and be like, hey, this is this sounds like... Actually, it was from a supervisor and they yeah, sent it to me yeah, and went, yeah. this looks like something you could contribute to, i.e. you do it, I'll get my name on it. And it will be win for me mainly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cameron, your experience? Um, well, I guess so. I, I wrote two of those three. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one I ever did, my supervisor at the time was editing that book. Yeah. And so he just thought, hey, how about you contribute to that? Because he was yeah. asking everyone, all of his friends are ready to write a chapter. Yeah. And so that's how I got involved in that. Good. Um, and that was a lot of work. So it's, um as much as a serious review article. Yeah. Mm, mm, um, mm. And then... Well, so what do you mean by a lot of work? How, is it months, hours? How do you... So you it that? would have... I would have worked on it for probably a month mm. of five times eight. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then during that process, we he got invited to contribute to a very important book in the... Well, so it's called... Carbon Nanotubes and Graphene, second edition. Yeah. And that's published by Elsevier. Uh, and the editor, one of the editors is 
Sumio Iijima, mm. who is credited with uh, discovering carbon nanotubes. Mm. Uh, so, so, that, so you mean in terms of a networking thing, it could work out in your favor, is that... Yeah, so at least he has perhaps seen my name on a piece of paper at yeah. some point now. Mm-hmm. And that gone, could mean something. And gone yeah. like, oh, he's obviously well known in this area because that's why he's writing this thing. Yeah, so I mean, that's that good. one like that one was really... I'd, I wouldn't do it again yeah. unless it was in that type of situation. Yeah. Having said that, uh, I'm also on a third one. Whoa, look at this! <laughs> joke him up. You can't stop him. Yeah. So in this situation, uh, my supervisor was moving universities, and yep. someone at that university was editing a book, mm-hmm. uh, and they asked my old my my supervisor to contribute a book chapter. Yeah. And so I I got I got involved, but I really didn't do a lot. Right. In that one, I made I made a few figures and I wrote you know, maybe two pages. I would have worked on a Saturday for that. Yeah. Yeah. And have, have they oh, been good. cited those those book chapters? So my my um, the one I have in carbon nanotubes and graphene mm-hmm. that's on Scopus. Oh, that's good. Then. And that yep. has one citation. <laughs> okay. But the the real problem is that these books are behind a paywall as yes. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, so yep, I think yep. that I think both of those books are about three hundred euros. Yep. Yeah. Uh, or five hundred Australian dollars. Uh, and so I don't know who would have access to it no we would have a library yeah i'm not sure someone would have to be like i need this get the university to buy it to go into their library yeah but now the way science is is that's a lot of effort for a citation or for some information you would normally find that for free online and cite that source you know like and that's why i think rather than a book chapter i would always go for a a review article in a journal yeah sure because then you'll probably get cited yeah, and in yeah. fact, re- review articles get cited a lot more than average articles. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm. What's the difference between a book chapter and a review article? Why? What, what would you expect to see different? A review article would contain a lot of technical data and a lot more graphs than a book. A book would be much broader, like a la- broader umbrella with examples of like exemplary yeah. data. But a review article would be these people did this, these people did this, these people did this, and that's a story. Yes. And a book would be people do this, and here's an example of how they of one person doing it. Yeah. Is that, is that what do you think? That's kind of I guess what what our book chapter was like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think so. Yeah, but yeah. what what do you think a book chapter should be like? Mm. Well, I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't care. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm glad I got that one. Yeah. Um, but. That's it for me. I'm done with book chapters. Gibbo not answering questions. <laughs> Stop politicizing us. Politicianing us. That's my opinion. I think, Andy, you had it pretty good with the review article where you're kind of a compendium where people are encouraged to go elsewhere to find more information, whereas yep. a book chapter should really be complete. You shouldn't be needing to go somewhere else. So say if I'm... This, I tried yep. in mind, say the section on how to oh, functionalize yeah. the section on how to functionalize carbon nanotubes. Yep. I didn't say you can acid treat reference. Yes. Oxid yep. uh, plasma oxidized reference. Yeah. I would instead, you know, maybe um, try and actually explain the general process of each. Yep. Yeah. And but do you reference the same way as a review article? Uh, so. Uh, there were probably less references. Right, um, but you find more explicit examples yeah. than a token 
like, oh, I need this reference, like you find, so yeah. would you say that a book chapter, there, therefore, should be much longer in page length compared to a review article? Well, I guess it depends that? what you're trying to cover. Like, mm. I'm trying to, like, I think they should be more tutorial-like. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really, I haven't noticed that really happening. So, yeah, so I guess the distinction is books are a source of information and a review articles are a collection of of a collection of sources so you'd want you'd want someone to learn something from your book yes whereas a review article is a group of people that do similar research and have found out specific things is that well um so the review articles I've written on, I've yeah. on a few of those as well. Oh, God, <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's so good. Uh, I think that our role there is to critically analyze the field. So it's Ooh, okay. It's not. It, it is a thing of like these people do all of these things to yep. do it, and then it's like a you know from some key data. Yeah, you should probably, when possible, do it this way. So it's really like trying oh, to okay. make informed decisions mm. so that yeah. the people person reading it doesn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm, mm, yeah. Mm. I tell you what, so I, I think I've been quite selfish as a scientist. I have had opportunities to be on a review article. I've had opportunities to write books, book art, like be contribute to, to book chapters. And I've turned them all down. So how is that selfish? Because I don't want to do it, but science requires these things to go ahead <laughs> you know and because i'll quite happily reference a book i'll quite happily reference a review article i'll do all of these things and so you know it's that kind of thing well i should contribute then at some point to oh, this body at. of, of mm, knowledge okay. yeah. but, but they're publications right in, in, and it's yeah, completely yeah. and that's why i'll never be as successful as you two mm, because yeah. I, I just don't it's weird i don't get my i don't get my kicks from publications whereas i know chris you still really enjoy it and yeah, I do. Yeah, that's true. And that's true. Cameron. We had a massive high five last time. You got a publication. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> no, but we should. <laughs> <laughs> so all of those things, so that the alternative publication increase your reputation and your uh, profile as a scientist. Mm-hmm. And so Cameron, you recently... Yep. Yes. Did... Uh, and, uh, you, do Yesterday. you want to explain that? Yesterday. Oh, in our um, time... Time warp. Yeah, but the, we, we, the we, day we, before we, we, Andy's we, we, birthday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, we won't we won't say the date, but I'm sure everyone can work it out. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I I had an article published on the Conversation, which yeah. is a website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. the Conversation is a web or a, a blog or an aggregator of opinions and and scientific articles and well academic articles. Well, it's, uh, I mean, it's more of a it's an online only newspaper. Yeah. Uh, there there's an editor editorial staff so you can't no one can just put things on yeah um and they will only accept contributions from people who have academic status at a university right oh very good that's excellent yeah Mm. and so this article was about what um so i went to a meeting at flinders and they were really with the one of the chief and staff editors at the conversation yeah and i think this was in april or sometime quite a long time ago and they were just kind of just saying, uh, send in pictures, send in pictures, send in pictures. Do things. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'd written one before. And so yeah. it, it went right quite well, but I never really had a, an idea I thought was good enough for another one. Yeah. So this one I, I wrote in a pitch and it was just um, nanotechnology 
in the house. Uh, some hang on is this like oh, rap yes. now technology in the house <laughs> yeah I mean, like, is it like that yeah that is what i meant yeah uh, but they 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 mistook it oh that's a shame Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> here's kamuchiro technology in the house <laughs> whoa 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 raise the roof raise the roof <laughs> yeah uh, and as i am gonna so the last time I did it about the Tesla battery. Yes. In the and home. that got and received so, really well, didn't mm, it? And so that yep. got received really well and that went through really quickly. Yep. But I think it's because at that time, Tesla was in the news. Mm. So this yes. one, they didn't really feel rushed with because yep. uh, the election's going on. Yeah. Uh, uh, two elections, America, we seem to care just as much about that mm. election. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so here I, I wrote, I wrote them the pitch on the 5th of May mm-hmm. and I got a reply on the 12th of May. Okay. So that's a week later saying, yeah. hey, mm. good idea. Oh, that's okay. Um, uh, give me a call and then we organized the next bit. Yeah. And basically we, we talked about it briefly and then he gave, he said, when can you have it done by? Ooh. Like and, that? Is that what he said? Like, yeah. oh, that's really blunt, isn't it? Like you were happy, you were fine with that? Yeah. Okay, good. So um, I like to set short deadlines because... I think Things that drag. work mm, um, mm. extends in to fill the time that has it yes, given yeah. to it. Like gas into a space. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. well done. Good science reference, Chris. Yeah. Um, we're in a closed room and you've been burping. <laughs> <laughs> Chris burps a lot. I do. The I amount do. of editing I have to do to get rid of your burps is phenomenal. <laughs> mm, mm. Just be thankful they're just burps. <laughs> uh, so I met the deadline. I, I submitted on the 19th of May. Yeah. Uh, which was a week, did I say I gave myself a week? Yeah. Mm. Um, and then I heard back about that, what I submitted on the 27th of May. So that's another week later. Yeah. He's yeah. And he's pretty much just gone back saying, yep, looks pretty good. Um, I don't like the Wikipedia links. Please change to other links. Like articles? No, not articles. Oh. But it was more instead of wiki, like... Uh, I don't know, you know the, the, the general chemistry yeah, links yeah. that you sometimes will use in lectures. Yeah. I find that a bit strange, actually, because... Well, because it's a good source of information. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was really against using wiki. Oh. Um, Chris has burped again. <laughs> so that's on the 27th. He yeah. uh, asked me, like, uh, what, do you, what do you think about these changes I made and, and can you and you change the links? And so yeah. I, I rushed through, got that back that day. Yeah. The next, that's 27th of May. It then got approved. I then got no. I then got sent the final proof to approve on yep. the twenty seventh of June. So that's taken them a week. Mm. I sent that back that day, and then finally it was online on the fifth. Okay. So that's taken two months. Wow, in the end that's a long to time. From, isn't it? Yeah. There's a while from in it. To yeah. How's the article doing? If you don't mind me asking, it. Uh, so I, I haven't looked at any download oh, statistics okay. or anything. Yep. Um, did you look? But I've got a few comments. Oh, go on. No, I haven't seen any comments. No. Are you getting many comments on yours online? I get a lot. F- so th- on the Andy Matter stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I get. It depends. Some none, but some up to five. Like yeah. So the latest one was two, yep. but they're all pretty because the, the the tone of it is quite kind of fun and okay. like piss takey. They yeah. they don't dig at anything I say. They kind of agree or like I called someone like a group of people of virgins. And he was, he like played into that and he was like, I'm a virgin. Here's a comment. And then he said, I'm going to go touch a boob. You know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> they're really fun comments. Whereas th- these ones, maybe not. Yeah. It's a bit <gasps> more serious. Oh, so right. I guess I am on a, 
I am supposed to be an academic writing this. I'm supposed yeah. to be you, clever. That's right. Yep. Uh, and people <gasps> love a nitpick. Nit mm, exactly. Yep, they love yep, it. Yep. Well, um, we've talked about this a number of times. That anonymous kind of voice mm, that people yeah. have. Well, well you, you can't yep. be anonymous here, but uh, so the first person who commented on me. Yeah. Um, I. I looked. I looked them up, and they've written one thousand four hundred eighty-five <gasps> comments on oh, the conversation. They have got nothing better to then do. Then they love it. Then they must love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I, uh, he was a, a good example of a few people where they would write, say, half a page of comment. Yeah. No questions. It was more just them explaining how what they knew about what I wrote about. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. And then a few of them were saying that some of the things I had down as being nanotechnology aren't technically nano. Because they go into the micro regime? Yep. Okay. Well, actually, I mean, so that's... that's I've had people say it before because I was doing nanotechnology and it was like, how big are your things? And I was like, 250 nanometers. They were like, that's like quarter of a micron. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, too yeah, big. And I'm yeah. like, no, but it is like, you know. Like, it's yeah. sub-micron though, isn't yeah. it? It's smaller than a Yeah, micron, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, so it's those sort of nitpicky things. So, so that was the, that's the most prevalent yeah. comment. Okay. Uh, and the second one that I got two of uh, are people who are pushing an agenda. Oh no! So mm. uh, there's one person who is from the Friends of the Earth, and they do say that they're yeah. from that. Yep. And they are basically, I think that they write these comments really well mm -hmm. because if they are clearly one-sided, yeah, their They'll comment be will removed. be removed. Yes. And okay. so they're very good. So they really don't like silver nanoparticles. Yep. Um, and how they are just being FDA approved. Yep. Uh, despite the fact that the nanoparticles haven't specifically been tested right. it's silver which is approved okay um and so they basically they write a very long thing explaining that yeah but they will say it in a way where you know it's like oh it's a shame that people let these nano nanomaterials yes. through yeah so they're not outright preaching or saying you're wrong it's yep. kind of much more sort of like skirting around the issue but knowing what the yeah, point so is I, yeah so i mean I, I don't think those comments should be removed. No, no, no. Mm. Um, but I, I mean, I feel like anyone who should read that should then take the time to read the the other side for themselves. Yeah. So I yep. I did not make any comments about toxicity of any of any of these things. Mm -hmm. uh, and someone did say, like, how can you not mention toxicity? Yeah. There's like 800 words. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So our next section is Science This, where we use our transferable science skills to science the shit out of everyday activity. And this week, gentlemen, yes, the Science This <laughs> what is exercise. Ooh. How would you science the shit out of exercise? I think it's only fair that our resident sporting enthusiasts start this I one. I agree. Okay. Do it. All right. So I am going chemicals and I am Ooh. electrolyting. Oh, look at that. So, Very sciencey words. All right. So I've got some kind of in situ blood monitoring system Ooh, telling nice. me all of my nutrients and then some kind of it's just fixing all my levels. So yep. I've got the right amount of sugar, the right amount of How is it fixing fat. it? Uh, so there's a uh, some tube in me testing and yep. there's another tube in me filling Filling. And you carry around this like chemical pack. Yep. That's just balancing you all out. 
Well, it's always. kind of like you know how um, you can have bike riders have that small backpack. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a small backpack for this. So, exercise. what are you measuring? You're measuring different properties of the blood, or, or no, like your analytes in the blood. So, different yep. like sugars, like you said, and all that sort of yep. stuff. And then this pack is going into the same spot or it's going into like a different spot of the body well so i guess i'm uh i'm testing somewhere far away from the nutrient zone so right. uh i you don't mean know. your mouth toes <laughs> okay <yeah. laughs> the nutrient zone <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna put some food Wait. in my nutrients <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. the nutrient exit zone. Anyway, let's not get into that. All right. And then uh, the yep. nutrients that are clearly lacking yep. are then being put into the nutrient zone. Or so there's the, a tube in your mouth. No, no, no. The, well, the general nutrient zone area. I think the nutrient zone... What is the nutrient zone? I'm so confused. <laughs> so I'm not a big anatomy guy. <laughs> I think Cameron means his mouth. Is but I right? think that, yeah. um, is it the kidney which kind of uh, takes nutrients and sends them to where they need to no, go? No, the kidney is for urine. Is it the liver? The liver is the chemical um, it's a filtration factory system. Of the, yeah, yeah, so it yeah deals that sounds like chemical. what I'm okay, talking about. Fine. Doesn't it? Yeah. The liver. Yep. Oh, yeah. So the liver would break down certain things. So, it's, you know, it's it taking the, the food, the drink, yeah. turning those bits into better bits or... Choosing the bits and sending the bits to where they need to go. Mm. Okay. Mm. Good. Mm. And so you're keeping your body in a very tight sort of level of homeostasis, right? Where you're keeping it in a very yeah. specific sport So I'm ready never, I'm never uh, running out of energy. I'm always yeah. just at that area where I'm working perfectly. Yeah. All right. Now that's Ooh, stage one. Oh, hang on. So that's one. stage one. There's more Jesus, stages. Jesus, here we go. Yeah. So now I actually did PE uh, in my final year of high school. Right. And there are three stages of exercise Good. where you're using different uh, fuels. There's the ATP stage where you're using adenosine triphosphate for energy. Well done. Look at and this. that lasts yep. for about 10 seconds. So okay. the 100-meter sprinters at the Olympics, they're they, running purely off that. ATP. And then from 10 seconds to 60 seconds, there's this anaerobic zone yep. where your body's producing energy without the use of oxygen. Yeah. And that gives you a lot of power, but it causes lactic acid. So it, yeah, you can't do okay. it forever. And then there's the aerobic for longer than that, and that's... Uh, like marathon runners yeah marathon runners or you know more than a minute yeah yeah um okay so now oh here we go i am never running out of atp you're fu- you're pumping <laughs> it into yourself as yes. quickly as holy you're shit. using it yes <laughs> holy <laughs> shit <laughs> so that's 100 percent effort for a limited amount of time oh god <laughs> this is incredible that's amazing so basically you're going to turn yourself into captain america because he, he can run literally forever. He doesn't produce any lactic acid buildup or anything like so that. So just recently, we've heard, well, I mean, every Olympics, it's always worried about doping, right? Mm-hmm. But what what about an Olympics based purely on Cameron's exercise <laughs> science where like marathon runners can run, what's a marathon? 40 something kilometers? 42 kilometers. 42 kilometers. They can run 42 kilometers at sprint speed. Yep. Oh, that's incredible. Mm, I would watch that. Mm, like, I don't mm. watch the Olympics often, but I would watch that. <laughs> well, it would be a lot quicker. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it'd be like half an hour. <laughs> so how fast do sprinters probably run? Like 30Ks an hour at top speed? Oh, God. No, it's 60. It's uh, 100 metres in 10 seconds. Oh, 60Ks an hour. That's incredible. I don't think that's 60 kilometres an hour. I think that's completely wrong. Okay, that's <laughs> We have to work this out. That can't be right. So that's 100. So 10 metres per second, right? So that's yep. uh, 600 metres in a minute. And there are 60 minutes in an hour. So that's 36,000. 36, so that's 36 kilometers per hour. 36 kilometers an hour. Yeah. So you do a marathon in a little over an hour. That's excellent. If you're running at top speed, top sprinting speed. Ooh, a bit of maths there from Gibson. Yeah, Gibbo, look at you. Wow. I understand why you got that wrong. That, that, that's a simple mistake to make, I think. <laughs> All right, there's no need to talk down to us now. Yes, you were right. Yes, Don't feel yes, bad yes, about yes. it. Don't feel bad about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I tell you um, what, you yeah. is that yeah, you that, absolutely science the show. That well um, done. <coughs> and yeah. so, um, what about our Arnold Schwarzenegger of the group? Well, well let, let me let me just uh, put another thought there, and I, I like your idea about you know the Cameron Olympics, where yeah. you can wear a device. I like the name. Yeah, the, the, the camera, <laughs> the Cameron Games. I, I've always yeah. thought, wouldn't it be great if they just said, let's have a, a, a an international sporting event where we don't bother with testing. And yeah. we just, just if you want to take all the performance enhancing drugs you want, Do it. go for it. And let's see how far the human body can go. Once again, something I would watch. Yeah, I would, I would definitely watch that. that. Imagine you know. that, like, you know, you, like yeah. the, was it the, especially the weightlifting stuff, yeah. like yeah. lifting like an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People eating bowls of steroids and syringes. Yeah. Just <laughs> that's, I don't think that's how it's administered, but I get the point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'd pay. I'd pay to watch that. I mean, it's a nice idea, but um, it's not something you want kids to aspire to. Though, of course, it? it is. We have bloody. <laughs> of course, it is. <laughs> Actually, we have bloody pa- yeah. like beauty pageants where they're like makeup and and yeah, like beauty yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I'm not pro them either. Yeah. Well, I yeah. am. I'm pro both of these ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so you want fake? <laughs> I want fake. Don't life, give me everything. this real you life. Want, you want the body pushed to the extreme. No, you do. don't. You don't mind how it gets there. I don't mind how yeah. it gets there. I want it to be beautiful and fucking powerful. I like That's it. it. I like yeah. it. All, All right, right. So, so for me, um, a bit of a different tack. First thing All I right. would have to ascertain is what am I trying to achieve from the exercise? Say different tack. Oh God! Uh, here we go. Tack, fucking grammar Nazi again. All right. I think it's tact. Tact. No, tact is what you display, isn't it? If you show tact. That means you're careful about someone else's feelings, isn't it? Take it to the forum, guys. Take it to the forum. <laughs> I think this is going to be another victory for Gibson. Anyway, um, so I'd need to ascertain what I want to get from the exercise regime yeah. or the sport that I'm, I'm going to do. So do I want to, you know, lo- <laughs> do I want to lose weight? So- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing at yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to fall to your setup. <laughs> or, or would would you want to like perhaps put on muscle mass? Yeah. Would you want you know just mainly cardiovascular? Yeah. Or are you training specifically for a certain type of uh, sporting event? Yeah. Then you'd need to ascertain what's the best diet. Yeah. You know, is it needs to be high in carbohydrates, complex carbs, high protein, in Domino's pizza, high in pizza. That's the that's the sporting diet I yeah. like. Um. And then you'd need to design the exercise regime around that. Okay. okay. So hang on. So you choose the, the diet. Yep. And then you choose mm. the exercise well, regime. Well, you choose the goal first. What do I uh, want to get okay. out of this? This seems way too just sensible. Amazing. Like, where's, <laughs> the, where's the robots or the... 
and uh, then <laughs> <laughs> you get someone to genetically engineer the body that Ooh. you want to use that's perfect for that. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about any of that other stuff I just said. And then you get your consciousness <laughs> transferred into it. Boom. There we are. Yeah, not that's bad. it. Yeah, I like that. Even better, actually, if, no, you're right. Get rid of biology. Transfer my brain into a fully artificial um, super body. All right. And I'll go for... Yeah, we don't need exercise then. Take Very that. good. All right. Andy, do you want to talk about exercise at all? Or so is just making you sad? I, I, yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's making me a bit sad. <laughs> I feel like the way I would science exercise is to it's keep it simple, right? Science is all about keeping it simple. What is the only barrier to the human body exercising like loads and loads and loads? Um I produce way too much sweat and that tends sweat, to be a big right? Discomfort. Lactic acid. Pain. I, I create an injection that lasts like an hour and you put it in and you it just knocks down that pain so you can push through those barriers for exercise. Mm. So you put it in like a little anesthetic kind of thing, but not like, like kind of like, yay. Isn't that what Angel Dust does or PCP? Ah, PCP. Yeah, it just turns you into an absolute kind of Yeah, because I've seen people, you know, that they get um, tasered and they can completely withstand it. It's like this superhuman strength. It's like if you're able to get a chemical like that, put it into the body and you say, okay, go out and do your exercise or do your thing, whatever it is, whether it's weightlifting or running or sprinting or whatever. Um, then you can just push past all those barriers. That makes logical sense that it would choose that. You would choose that because you've just discussed how you la- you want extreme sports. Yeah. You want to see the extreme. Yeah. So you would want to do an exercise program that, re- and you would take a dangerous drug well, to achieve that. Exactly. That's absolutely right. <laughs> but we have to remember that pain is there for a very important purpose, which yeah. means that if you hurt yourself, you don't do any more damage to yourself yeah. and you know the limits. So I'm imagining a person like exercising and like lifting too many weights and his arm just like falling off or something or like he drops it on his feet and just there's, crushes his feet. There's no warning. And there's no warning and he just carries on going and he just Fs himself up. So that's the only downside I can see. Yeah, but would you want to watch that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd pay for VIP tickets to that shit. <laughs> so music is provided by the excellent Adelaide bass band Voice From. Special thanks as always to Jared Payne. You've done us proud and we love listening to your music and using your music for our podcast. Yes, thank you. Um, check out Voice From stuff on there. Eternally grateful. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thank you. Check out Voice From stuff on their Bandcamp website. And also remember to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app, like our Facebook page. Join yeah. in the forum. Do like everything. Like the Facebook page. Like the Facebook page. Don't just visit it. Comment on it. Stuff. Hey, there's photos. There's photos. I put up there a is. funny photo this week and uh, Chris doesn't know about it yet. So oh, shit. Everybody Come should on, get on Facebook. start Face commenting on that. Book. Yeah, there we are. They're almost there. Um, Cameron. You were listening to Publish Perish Your Podcast, brought to you by future sponsor, The Conversation. Oh, they like probably would. Like yeah. He's, he's yeah. thrown it in there. I they like never it. once put my article on the front page. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Next year. Next year's your year. All right, final goodbye, chaps. This is Gibson. Check your junk. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>